Blog Talk Radio. And now I present to you that international Bible teacher of teachers, Seer Israel of Seedwell. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah. So we know 
clearly, to make this thing work again, you have to go back and look at what was written in Romans chapter 15, verse 4. He tell you plainly um, that, well, what do it say in Romans 15, verse 4? Let me see. Let me see what it says in Romans 15, verse 4. Let me keep at it. In Romans 15, verse 4, it makes a statement. Uh, let me see. What do it say out of the Bible? Romans 15, verse number 4. Let's see what it says. 15, verse 4 says, What's the little thing that was written aforetime was written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So everything was written on the left side of the book. It's not been done away with for your learning. Now, you said that's the power thing we made written aforetime. So, what that supposed to mean? I'm going to precept that and see what that means. Well, we got our Eldon came on, so now we, our Eldon stepped the plate, and that was all about. One thing about it, oh, Eldon stepped to the plate. The Eldon looked at the of Israel, see, right? So we'll bring him in. But we, we, I tell you what, I'll go ahead and read that one verse. I will read that one verse. Um, it's in Jeremiah 30. So he said, whatever thing written a four times before you learn it, it hasn't been done away with. So the one that's going to step to the place, they're going to get in what it's in there. The alarm's going to go off. So I'm going to precept that. And 15 verse, I want to precept that verse and see what we're working with in Jeremiah chapter 30. I'm going to precept that verse. It says, Four times. Okay, let's see what it says in verse 20. It's Jeremiah chapter 30. Okay, verse 1. And the word that came unto Jeremiah from Yahweh's hand. So this word came to Jeremiah, let's see what it says. Yahweh of Israel, saying, Write all these words that I have spoken unto you in a book. So he said, Jeremiah. Let's see what he says. He says in verse 18, Thus says Yahweh, Behold, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's camp and have mercy upon, upon his inhabited places, dwelling places, and the city shall be built up upon her own heaps. And the places shall remain after the manner thereof. Let's see what I got to get a couple more verses. 19. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multitude them, multiply them, and they, and they shall not be up through. I will also glorify them. And they shall not be small. Twenty. Their children also shall be as aforetime, and their congregations shall be accepted before me. 
and I will punish all that oppress them. 21. And their nobles shall be themselves, shall be of themselves, and their governors shall proceed from them in the midst of them. And I will call him to draw near, and he shall approach unto me. For who is this that engaged his mind approaching unto me, says Yahweh? And it shall, 22, and it shall be, and they should be my people, and I will be their Yahweh. I was struggling big time on that one. I was struggling big time on that one, no doubt about it. But we clear on what Yahweh is going to do. So now, he said, I'm returning you back as a four time. That's big talk right there. But we seen our elder in the room a minute ago, but now we don't see him to bring him on. So we can wait another minute and we'll bring our elder back on. So one thing we're saying, see, right, the box tail have been lit and the curtain have went up. And we're going to do this thing in grand style up on the YHWH, Voices of the True Israelites. So until our elder come back into the room, well, I guess we'll talk a little bit more because I did sin, but we have to get that burst out of the way. So here come our elder again. So now our elder's back, ready to go, so we're going to bring him on. we going to tell you all about the broadcast, and then we'll lay some books out, and we'll, we'll get in what we fit in, and that's all we can do. So when you meet our elder, elder Mr. Tim Israel, with a loud voice, you say, elder Mr. Tim Israel. Yaqwa bless you, see Israel, see Israel, hallelujah, Yaqwa. All right, hallelujah, Yaqwa, yo. Well, one thing about it, yo, box to hell been lit and the curtain had went up, so um, uh, like we said, on the international side, it's plainly over 900,000 strong. They're ready to hear the word of Yaqwa. But those that come in to participate out of six camps, they kind of dragging their feet a little bit, but hey, one thing about it, when your alarm go off, your alarm go off. If it don't go off, hey, we'll see. So, you know, whatever you got to bring to this national audience on tape number 124, to take your time while those kids get them a big old hot cup of herbal tea and red back and see which way it left them going. Take your time, Errol. You're on the clock. Come on. Once again, Yaquah blessed to see it as well, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And as I say, it's always a great pleasure to be among a cast of hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yaquah. And that's a good thing. But you know, there is a time for these words to be heard, and it's a time basically for us to do everything that is under the sun that Yaquah created. That's told us in Ecclesiastics, chapter 3, reading verses 1. And we won't make a meal out of it, but we'll stop at verse number 6. But if you read that, you'll see we have a time for everything. Verse number 1 says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. 2. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. 3. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down. A time to build up. Four, 
a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Six, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones and a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. Six, a time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away. When you read this particular Ecclesiastes chapter 1, you find there's a time and a purpose for everything, basically, that we do. And knowing this, we all came to hear these things that most of us hear. And some listening, they never understand. But the job of Yahweh's ministry is to make this misunderstanding very possible and to show that we do those things also that we try to teach. So how can we teach it if we don't do it? That's right, because we also came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching that some looking can never find. These are the missing forms. They can do none of these things. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for righteous. Because we have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, which we often talk about, we're given that knowledge to know. We have those out there that camouflage the evil of confused teaching and overly loud pump the dumbest contest with a method of righteous learning. Even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. Because we should remember, knowing this, the best is already here. Right now, we're just waiting for the rest to come. That's right. We're waiting for the rest to come so everybody can step up to the plate and give their part to Yahweh. So we have to remember, the non-righteous job is to lead you astray, like a man I spoke of before that tried to lead the elder astray, using his lost and confused understanding. But this is why we're here to help guide you dark times of bad teaching and loud bumper downs for righteous learning and wrong toward Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. Coming to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost about Yahweh's word, which we often and frequently been questioned about. How can you guys get this much information out of this one book? Well, as you will find out, it comes from connecting the books, your health, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more information we get from this one book. And this is because you have not. It's the information you all came to seek and have now found that in the voices of the two Israelites, tribe of that down. We're open unto you from the normal times on regular days from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those regular days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, Sabbath class, we do have. The top part of Sabbath is Friday. The class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. And to use this on any search engine, right on that search line, enter tribe, that's T-R-I-B-E, 
YHDH.com. And after you click enter when doing this, right under a big line, you will see some choices. One would be ties and offers. To use this feature, step one is click donate with PayPal. The next step would be click to send. And enter the amount with a message if you like. And if that's done, may God bless you. Doing this, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7 and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, you tenants of the people. Give unto the aqua glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you do this, to remember, Yaqua loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures which are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and mentioned once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh, by. Also for building a school, which is very well needed with the bad teaching that's going on out there today for building a banquet hall for the gathering of our members, a radio station so we can be heard worldwide, and land to grow the health food so we can continue to speak up on this program, Hallelujah Yaqua. Also, while there, check out our calendar while you're on that tribeyadav.com. Check out our calendar. That calendar is there, you, your family, and friends, and two with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. Also, we have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our live broadcast time. To get there this time, enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live on that search line. And after you click on it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Private Yaqua. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcasts. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with the Aqua in mind. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. So it would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six and nine camps of the Aqua's ministry. But also in saying that, please do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you will only hear a discouraging click followed by a towel tone. But also, you can inquire about the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note we might ask, Please do not contact the CEO via email, phone, or text before broadcasts or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. There are station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and seen many memos, and now, and even in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. And believe it or not, that's besides getting our program started before broadcast time. That's an awful lot. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. 
unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear a discouraging dial tone. Now, for those of you who have missed the beginning of our today's program, you can catch the entire recorded show at 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Our program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, in the three words on the search line, once again, which is Yagua Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for the Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yanda, program that you will late logging into. Or at that point, you can pick any particular recorded day that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal Block Talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on CalTalk, which CalTalk can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Just make sure you've downloaded the CalTalk app. We will be listed there under ethnic group. African American, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Traveling Out Down. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yaqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. And online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Seer Israel, writing a shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And our broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Peloton. Talk. I'll be with you all. But that continuing note that I usually give, when we are given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh, and not that of confusion. So doing this, we have to be careful not to make those worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can start to do just that. We'll pass our program over to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, Daniel, Hallelujah, Yahweh. And you, you got some of the final statements, so I want to do a little precepting on some of the statements that you made. And that was a great thing. And those that are going to be joined a little bit later understand one thing. This is Yahweh's business. And you have, to, you have to make sure you step to the plate and take care of this man's business. That's what the blessing is when you take care of this man's business. Now, the fact of um, i make a note of that, too, after they talk about it. Remember one thing, this is Yahweh's business. So we have to make note these things and take our little business on it. So, um, hey, we're going gonna, gonna to get something going on until those that's only out of six camps come in and then get in where they fit in at. And we'll do a little talking about it. We got to talk to my firstborn child. My daughter drive the 18 wheeler coast to coast. Dad, I'm the 18 wheeler coast to coast. Yeah, my child, I, I love hearing that good, that good talk. Remember one thing, your old daddy love you. But one thing about it, I always remember one thing. 
who make it possible for you to drive that 18 wheeler coast to coast is the YHWH man. Always keep that man first. Make all the money you can make. But keep that man first. That man called YHWH. My firstborn child. Daddy love you. No doubt about it. But keep that man first. YHWH. Keep him first. My child. I'm always rolling, and I'm not, I'm listening to the broadcast, Daddy. No doubt about it. Yeah, the number one thing Daddy's saying, my child, keep YHWH first. Always keep him first. Keep that in mind. All right, hey, all right there, Elder. So right now, Elder, we just gonna see can we get something going on by um, we got we, we took the note on what you did. Drop on the table, and we're going to take a look at that in a minute. But we're going to take a look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, our hill. And then we're going to swing right down to Luke um, 21, 15. Then we'll go to Acts 10, then we'll do Luke 12, 12. So we gave you back-to-back, back-to-back, four scriptures, And we're going to drink some verbal tea and hear all of them again. Let me repeat them again real slow. Matthew chapter 10, 19, 1. Then skip down to Luke 21, 15, 2. Then go to Acts 6, verse 10, 3. Then go to Luke 12, verse 12. Hey, Elder Mr. Till, the word is listening over 900,000 strong. And my child is driving 18 wheels. She said, I'm all ears. I'm listening to Take your time. You know the clock come up. Once again, Yankwa bless you, see Israel. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And we're going to read uh, four scriptures here. It looks like from the book of Matthew, Luke, Acts, and Luke once again. So the first chapter we're going to read will be in the book of Matthew, chapter 10. Verse number 19. And 19 says, But when they deliver you up, take no thought for what you shall speak, for in the for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. And that's a fact. Generally, most of the time, we know what we're going to say, and we're giving that what we should say. So in the book of Luke, I'm going to look at chapter 12, reading verse number 12. 12 says, For the righteous will give you in the same hour what you ought to say. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look oh, at... Man. Okay, in the book of Luke, 
chapter 21, verse number 15. 15 says, For I give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gangsway nor resist. In the book of Acts, looking at chapter 6, verse number 10. Verse number 10. 10 says, Act 6, verse number 10. 10 says, when, and, when they, and when they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit which he spake. Well, now we go to Luke 12, 12. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12, it says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. That's right, El. So we find, see, once you understand this word, and you get this word properly, then you'll be in position to do a First Samuel 17, verse 4. Because you may now the world is considered a First Corinthians, I mean, First um, Samuel. Samuel, yes. The world is considered First Samuel, verse number 17, verse 4. Just look at the world as if all the other nations, this is what they are. First Samuel 17, verse 4. What does that have? The book of First Samuel, chapter 17, reading verse number 4. It says, and they went out, and they went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines, named Goliath, and God, whose height was six cubits and a span. Mm-hmm. They went out a champion. See, the world is considered a champion in your eyes because the world got all the policy going on. But what we got going for us is. 17, chapter, verse 45, yeah, you know, same 1 Samuel, chapter 17, 45. This is what we got working with. 45. Let's see, 1 Samuel, 17, 45. What we, work, what we got working with up, Elvin? Verse number 45 says, Then David said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with the spirit. And with the shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Yahweh of hosts, the Yahweh of armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. So when we come, take the world got the, the shields, the buckles, all the weapons, they got all the bad medicine, they can do everything, Chase. But what we what, what we got going for us is the word of a four letter. Y-H-W. So that's, that's what we got going for us. Let's get a precept on that, L. Let's go to Zacharias. See, what we come on the broadcast to do is especially wake up the 12 tribes of Israel that scatter. We're not anti-anybody. But you got to know who you are. 
So we want to look at Zachariah just before we get to Malachi. We'll look at Zachariah. We're just going to play it by ear as the Spirit gives us the utterance to. Let's see what he says in Zechariah chapter 1, verse 12, down to verse 15. Let's see what he says in Zechariah chapter 1, verse 12, down to verse 15. Live broadcast, tape number 124, our elder is behind the wheel of some powerful reading. Now, come on. In the book of Zechariah, going to chapter 1, reading verses 12 to verse number 15. Verse number 12 says, Then the minister spirit of the Yahweh answered and said, O Yahweh of hosts, how long wilt thou have mercy on Jerusalem, Yadda, and on the cities of Judah, which thou hast cast indignation, these three scores and ten years. 13. And the Yahweh answered the minister spirit. So the minister spirit that communed with me said unto me, Cry thou, saying, Thus saith the Yahweh host, I am jealous for Jerusalem, Yahweh Judah, for Zion with a great jealousy. 15. I am very displeased with the heathen nation that are at ease. For I was but a little displeased, and they helped forward the affliction. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, he said, I'm jealous of Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. He said, I was a little displeased with them, and I, I put them in the hand of the enemy. But they helped forward the affliction. That means I told them, just like you care, when you send your, your grandbaby to the daycare center, see now, now listen, teacher, if my grandbaby get out of line, you got the authority, the organization to, um, you know, tap him or her on the bottom side. It's so now good. But when I came back to get my grandbaby, my grandbaby was all busted up. I said, what happened to my grandbaby? You told me I can touch them up if they get out of order. What did you use to do this? I used the baseball bat. The baseball bat. No. And see, that's what happened to all the nations have used on the children of the book. They don't use the baseball bat. He said, y'all are overdone it. So now I have to raise up a ministry to wake up the 12 tribes of Israel and know that your time is up now. Matter of fact, in the book of Nahorn, in the book of Nahorn, in the book of Nahorn, chapter 1, Verse 9 and 12. He got a statement he made. N-A-H-U-M. His red nation of Michael. He got a statement he making in Nahum. N-A-H-U-M. And we're going to look at verse 1 and 2. Then 9 and 12. We're going to Nahum. N-A-H-U-M. Chapter 1. Verse 1, 2. 
9 and 12. Hey, Elder, what does it say in the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 1, 2, 9 and 12? What does it say, Elder? Okay, in the book of Nahum, that's N-E-H, okay. Chapter 1 of uh, Nahum, reading verse 1 and 2 and 9 and 10. One says, The burden of Nivean, the book of the visions of Nahum, the Eskoshite. Two, Yahweh is jealous and the Yahweh revenges the Yahweh revenge and is furious. The Yahweh will take vengeance on his adversaries and reserve his wrath for his enemy. Verse number nine, what do you imagine against the Yaquah? He will make an utter end. Affliction shall not rise up the second time. Ten, or they will be folded, folded together as thorns. Verse 12. Verse 12. Verse 12. Yeah, verse 12. Nine and 12. Verse number 12 says, Thus says the Yahweh, though they be quiet, and likewise many, that thus they be cut down, when they shall pass through, I will have afflicted thee. I will afflict thee no more. You hear that? So he said, although they cried, they sinned and grinned, they think they got you down. And the wisdom of Solomon chapter 5, one through ten, you know. So we we plan about here. So he says in the book of Nahum, he says in one verse nine and twelve, affliction it shall not arise up the second time. That means once we get you on your feet this time, see, right, the twelve tribes of Israel, they are scattered. Once we get you on your feet this time, Yahweh gonna intervene. That's why it's so important now to get in where you fit in at. And be part of the big piece of land, school, banquet hall, radio station, and anybody's seniority is by getting where you've been in there now. Because Yahweh is making the claim that he's going to make his move through this ministry. Bosses over to, Yahweh bosses over to his wife. Big piece of land, school, banquet hall, radio station. You know, in Romans chapter verse 17, you call those things although uh, they're not as they are. Why? You, you blow that trumpet because Yahweh knows one thing. If you keep blowing that trumpet, it's going to come to existence. And I'm saying one thing now, children of Israel that scattered all over the world, keep your Yahweh first. Like I told my child, listen, my child, my firstborn child, she drives the 18 wheeler coast to coast. But number one thing, keep that mighty one first. Why eat 
W.H. Burks. That's the game changer. And have no partners with him. Look. Don't have no partners with him. You got no partners. No Lord, God, Jesus, and Jehovah. Look. Be far away from Lord, God, Jesus, and Jehovah. One name for salvation. Y-H-W-H, my child. So, and, and, so Solomon is the wisest man in the world, Elder. As a matter of fact, let's put a marker there first. Let's find out about this wisest man in the world. Before we read, we're from Solomon chapter 5, 1 through 10. Let's just take it. Let's walk down through memory lane and see where did he get all this wisdom from? What is his resume? See, it's always good to know a person's resume. In Second Chronicles, Elder, what we're going to look for is the resume of this man writing, Grisham of Solomon, the books that were taken out in 1885 by the Protestant Church. We're going to take a look at his resume, and we're going to see what we get in Second Chronicles chapter 1, and we're going to take a look at something while we stall for a little bit. And those that can come on the broadcast, they'll stumble up on later on. But we'd be off and running. We'd be off and running. Now, why would you, why you be off and running? Now, Hill. Now, you got a marker already in the wisdom of something. Chapter 5, 1 through 10. That's good. Now, put a marker also in Second Chronicles. Chapter 1, and we're going to read down to verse number 12. So put a mark in there, too. Put a mark in there, too. Just put on, we don't know, no hair, we've got a lot of time. We want to take a look at Matthew. See, the spirit of Yahweh said, yeah, see, that sounds good. But would you put Matthews in, uh, we don't want nobody to be weary on what's going on. So put Matthews in on the tape. Okay. Matthew chapter L. So you got two markers in. We we understand that. And Matthew chapter 18. L. We'll look at what it says that we can read in 16 down to verse 20. We're going we gonna to really enjoy some of this. Matthew chapter 18, verse 16 down to verse 20. Then we're going to clear up the markers, elders. So we go, what we, so we come on this broadcast to build them up. See, we have to edify them through the spirit of Yahweh. Edify them through the spirit of Yahweh. That's what we're going to do. So in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, Verse 16 down to verse 20. Take your time. You know, we got plenty of time. But just make sure you're hollering that microphone pretty good for the master audience over 900,000 here plainly with the spirit of Yahweh going to put on, on us for take 124. Matthew 18, 16 down to verse 20. Come on, yo. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, reading 16 to verse number 20. 16 says, And Israel begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, whom was born Yahweh the Son. Hold on, Phil. Hold on, Phil. Ma- Matthew's 18. Matthew chapter 18, verse 16. Look at verse 16. Look, look verse at the next. We got a minute time. 
Matthews 18, verse 16, now to verse 20. Look at it real carefully, Hilda. Matter of fact, kind of okay. wipe them off, the good glasses off, and make sure you're looking at it real good. And I'm going to wear it back and take a little herbal tea on Matthews 18, okay. 16, now to verse 20. Come on. Okay. Matthews chapter 18, reading 16 to verse number 20. 16 says, And Jacob begat Joseph, the husband Hold of Mary. Hold on, Hold on, what, what book are you reading? That's eight. I mean, Matthews, Matthews chapter 18. Eight, 18, 18. 18. Verse 16. Reading, starting at 16. Yeah. You say it, but here. Well, let me check another book. Matthew Matthew chapter chapter 18, 18. verse 16. We got plenty of time here. Matthew chapter 18, verse 16. What does that say? I read it. I read it. I'll start it out. Matthew chapter 18, verse 16 says, And if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. 17. Mm -hmm. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him hear unto as a heathen man and a publican. 18. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. 19. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. 20. For where there are two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. Read verse 19 again, Elder. 19 says, Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. Mm-hmm. So you see he's saying, so he's he, he making it plain. Verse 18. Verse number 18. 18 says, Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And what is he saying? Oh, that big talk he's saying. He's saying, listen, I'll tell you something. Once you understand your position in Yahweh, and whatever you bind on earth, I will give an okay in heaven. Now, I'm going to get a precept on that. I hear you a lot of day saying, uh, see, you got to have a precept on that. Well, okay, no problem. Let's go to 2023 of St. John. So now you're made a final statement now. That's big talk he don't say it now. He says, let me, let me quote this verse while you find um, St. John chapter 20, 
matter of fact, read verse 21 down to verse 23. St. John chapter 20, verse 21 and 23. And let me comment on this verse you just got to read there. So ain't no asking that what's going on right now. See, the WCs, all the big dignitaries, they have a tendency to let who they want come in the room when they get ready. So we don't know what's going on. You can't get in your mind. One thing we do know, the box can't have been lit, the curtain have went, went up. And that's why I made a plan right here, saying this. When two touch and agree, I'm in the midst of it. You, you believe that or you don't. But he also said in verse 18, a profound statement. He says, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So he said, I'm giving you the power. Sixing on a camp led by those seals and the elders, mother, oh, according to First Timothy 5. He said, listen here. Y'all don't know the power you got when y'all got me right. So whatever you loose on earth, whatever is with you on earth, they with me in heaven. If they ain't with you, they will be scattered. That's why I'm here to tell you now plainly. Get in where you fit in at. Uh, do what the Bible tells you to do. And let's get the land, the school, the banquet hall, and the radio station. Let's get in where we fit in. Stop dragging our feet. See, I'll tell you plainly. From the mouth of Yahweh, Yahweh still speaks to us. From the mouth of Yahweh. Time to stop dragging our feet, see, right? It's time now to get in where you fit in at, where your talent's at. Call in on the line, 224-600-5579, and talk about where you want to get in where you fit in at. That's what it's all about. So we precepting this verse number 18. To St. John chapter 20, verse 21, 22, and 23. Here go to your precepts. Bring it on. Here, come up. The book of St. John, chapter 20, reading verses 21 to 23. 21 says, And they asked him, What then art thou, Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou the seer? And he answered, No. 22. Then they said unto him, who art thou, that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? 23. Well, they're going to start off by saying, then says Yahweh to them again. That's what he's going to say in verse 21. St. John, chapter 20, verse 21. Take your time to help. The world listen, come on. I thought I read that verse, but anyway, 21 to 23. Make sure I've noted that on my paper also. 21 says, and they asked him, what then? I thought, Elias, and he said, I am not. Hold on, him. Hold on, him. Let, let me read it. I'm going to read it. Hold on. Let me read it, him. St. John chapter 20, 
verse 21. Let me, that don't stay to read that then. It says in St. John 20, verse 21, Then says Yahweh the Son to them again, Peace be unto you, Yahweh be with you. As my Father hath sent me, even so sent I you. Verse 22. Then, and then he have said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive you the righteous spirit. Verse 23. Whomsoever, whomsoever sin you omit them, they are omitted unto them. And whomsoever sin you retain, they are retained. That's big talk of them. He let you know the power that he gives you in his word. If you don't like a certain individual and you don't want them to do right, because they ain't going to do right, and, and if you want the right track, he said, I'm going to pay him no never mind, too. That's the power you got, Steve Royce. If you come back to the law, statutes, and commandments, and the order of what Yahweh just said, whatever you omit, uh, L, look, up, look up that word, R-E-M-E-T-T. Look up that word for the national. We let's get about it, the national. The power he gave. To those that's in power today with his word. And that is the Yahweh's bosses of the two is like the sixth anointing camp. The power we got, but we don't know it because we're looking at the world through that one eye thing called that television. But he gave you the power to omit. And wherever you where omit it, you got the power to release them. Or you got the power to condemn them. That's big confidence. So we're going to find out what that word means when they ever look it up for the national audience. What do that word omit mean? R-E-M-I-T. What it mean to them? Okay, the word remit. What that word mean? It means to cancel or refrain from extracting or inflicting or punishment. You see that, Pete? You see that, Elder? Yahweh has blessed us to be able to count out or add on to you. Read that again, Elder. Read that for the national order so you understand something. This just not a, another ministry. This ministry come humble. And we trying to wake up, and we will wake up the 12 tribes of Israel that got an ear to hear. Yahweh gave power to those that follow his law, statutes, and commandments. And read that word again, R-E-M-I-T. Then read the word called R-E-M-I-T-T-E-D. Let the Nationals understand the power that we carry in his word by keeping his name, Y-H-W-H, and doing his law, statutes, and commandments. 
Read that, read that, read that word again. Yeah. R-E-M-I-T. Then read R-E-M-I-T-T-E-D. Come on, Elder. Okay. Remit. It means to refrain from enforcing or inflicting something such as punishment or a sentence. In the other words, remittance. Remittance is a non-commercial transfer is a noun that means the sum of money sent or sending of money to a distant place. Remittance. Okay, let's look up the regular meaning for that. It's more than one meaning. Okay, Yeah, the meaning, the sum of money, like the sum of money, especially sent by mail and payment for goods or service. Remittance means like um, you're rendering, giving. What you're what, looking up right now, you're looking up right again. Um, Remittance, R-E-M-I-T-T-A-N-C-E. Now, E-D. Now, make it E-D. R-E-I-T-T-E-D. Mm-hmm. What it say? R-E-I-T-T-E-D. M-I-T-T-E-D. What's that mean, Elder? You're doing a little edifying right now. Okay, remit it. It's to cancel or refrain from extracting or inflicting. Uh-huh. To, to cancel or refrain from. To cancel or refrain from. He said, what well, I'm leaving you to keep my words. You can cancel some out, refrain from it. Uh, you can pay it no never mind, and guess what we'll do in heaven? We ain't going to pay it no never mind. That's the power we trying to wake up to the lost sheep of the 12 tribes of Israel. Let you know you got plenty of power, it's just you've been taught wrong. And, and once we can wake you up to understand you've been taught wrong, not by, by accident, because we broke the covenant. He told us plainly, if we don't do this, I'm going to put you in the hands of the enemy. He was prophesied in the 1400s by Moses. Uh, so it's no accident that just happened to you. It was prophesied to you, but just, we just don't read the left side of the book. And Deuteronomy 28, Elder. 45 down to verse 50, it, it told us that this was going to happen to us if we pay anointed leadership no never mind. So what do we say that we can read in Deuteronomy 28, verse 45 down to verse 50? This is real good. You know, take your time and let's, let's work some out there. Come out. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter... 28, reading verses 45 to verse number 50. Deuteronomy 28, verse number 45 says, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and thou shalt pursue thee, 
and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed. Because thou hearkest not unto the voice of the Yahweh thy Yahweh, to keep his commandments or total instructions, and his statutes which he commanded thee. 46. And they shall be upon thee for a sign, for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. 47. Because thou servest not the Yahweh thy Yahweh with joyfulness and with gladness of mind, for the abundance of all things. 48. Therefore thou shalt serve thine enemies, which the Yahweh shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness, and in want of all things. He shall put a yoke upon thy neck until he hath destroyed thee. 49. Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the ends of the earth, as swift as the eagle flyer, and a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. 50. A nation of fierce countenance, which thou shalt not regard the person of old, nor show favor to the young. Yeah. So it prophesies, this is what's going to happen to you, you. Now, who are you? You would prophesy to have them do. Precept your Bible, you know who the you is. She was prophesied to happen to you. See, our, see, our job is to just um, um, Revelation Elder uh, 2, verse 4 and 5. What is our job? What, what is our job, Elder? Go back to the ground 
but the spirit of you returned back to him according to 12, verse 7 of Ecclesiastes. Then he placed that spirit right back out. You know, one of brand new babies. A brand new baby to the old baby, really. But then have no remembrance of him once long time ago. But he always got a spirit in every generation. And he will be able to recognize who everybody is. He'll recognize everybody. I need your case in point. The spirit will recognize um, judges. The book of Judges, um, Elder. We're going to recognize a verse in the book of Judges. Chapter 4, verse 4. We're going to recognize something as California. We're going to recognize Judges 4, verse 4, Elder. What does it say? The still will be able to look at this book, and he will, he will be able to recognize Judges what it say? In the book of Judges, looking at chapter 4, reading verse number 4, the Lord says, And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapido, she, ju- she judged Israel at that time. So he says, he will be he he will be able to recognize the spirit of return of Deborah. He will be able to recognize Deborah. Read verse number number nine and eleven. Nine and eleven. What is it in verse nine and eleven? In the book of Judges, four, nine, and eleven. Verse number nine says, nine through eleven or nine and eleven. Nine and eleven. Verse number nine. Nine says, and she and she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou art that thou takest shall not be for thine armor, for the Yaqwal shall sell Sisra in the land of the woman. And Deborah arose and went with Barak. In the hand of a woman. In the hand of a woman. He said, Cicero will be delivered up by the hand of a woman. To the hand of a woman. From the cave of Canaanite. So this Canaanite, is he told, uh, brother, look here, I'm going to go with you, but it's not for your, it's not for your glory. It's just I know what I'm supposed to do. And the turn of her will be on the scene in these days right now. And and she will be a stand up woman and she'll be about this book. She'll be about this book with him. She better see the rest of you what you're working with because Yahweh gonna plant that spirit back into somebody and that spirit will be having a German spirit. They're not gonna remember what they once was once one time ago. No, because now look, now look at look, look at the Roman Catholic Church man. Now there, now what is it? Okay, Roman Catholic Church out of New York. What is it? Um, put them off in there for a minute. Let's let's catch that. What that is? Let's go to Ecclesiastes. You know, 
get about four or five marbles. Yeah, we just gonna take our time and, and work and work this thing out. It's no accident what's going on right now because there's a block on those that's coming in the room anyway. So, according to Big Dickentary, so now in Ecclesiastes chapter one, tell them verse number nine through eleven. Out of the regular book. Let's see. Do you see remember in the book of Ecclesiastes twelve verse seven, when you die, what? your body go back to the ground. But that spirit returns the breath that you breathe returned back to the big black man's hand. Then when he ready to replace that spirit back, he'll place that spirit back in the earth. But that spirit would not know that they were killed once before. Who will recognize them is those that's in leadership, mainly the fear of being passed on to the ill. Look what's written in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. Take your time, El, we're going to edify a little bit there. El, come on. 1, 9 through 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, reading verses 9 to verse number 11. 9 says, The thing that have been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done, that shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. 10. Is there anything whereof it may be said? See this, see, this new is new, that it has been already of old time, which was before us. 11. There is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come after. Hang that time. Yeah, that is. He said that thing. He said the thing. The thing will have, the thing you're talking about will have no remembrance of ever being here before. The only way you'll be recognized, this thing gonna be recognized is through the seal. The seal's gonna recognize those from the page of the book. Because he's gonna give the seal that power to recognize those of old through the that's why we watch everybody, all six counts from the page of the book. He said that thing would not have no remembrance of ever being here once upon a time ago. Because in Ecclesiastes 4, 16, hell, in the book of the same book, in the fourth chapter, you'll make something plain in the fourth chapter, hell, 4, verse number 16. Listen to what he says in 4, 16 real plainly, hell, 4, 16. In the book of Ecclesiastes, Chapter 4, reading verse number 16. 16 says, There is no end of all the people, even of all that have been before them. They also that come after shall not rejoice in him. Surely this is also his vanity and vexation of spirit. You get it? So it's no end. So when you think when you think one of your loved ones will pass, you just Google it out. No, 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 
Whatever way your loved ones were, they gonna Yahweh have that spirit in his hand. He gonna place that spirit back into somebody. Oh, because um, the reason why he gonna place it back in somebody. Let's read First Corinthians twelve eighteen to twenty. First Corinthians twelve. Verse 18 down to verse 20. That's why I said this, this, this Bible is the greatest piece of literature. It, this is the greatest piece of literature. And we don't know why you have this Bible. This is the greatest piece of literature it is. And when you recognize you've been the one that's been chosen to make this thing work, and now you got to gather those that got here to here, that's why you be up and ready to go. Every broadcast, every time it's time to do this, I'm ready to go. Because I tell you in St. John 7, verse 6, Yahweh knew his time, but you don't know your time. So is you giving all you got? Are you doing it? Or are you sitting there doing a 12, verse 3 of the Cleves Act, peeping out the window? That ain't, ain't going to cut it. The man going to burn you in the back, tell you up front. You got you to gotta be a Jonah. Three, one, two, and three. Yahweh told Jonah to go down to Nineveh. He said, hey, it's a three-day journey, Jonah, to steal, to get down to the Nineveh, the children of Israel over there in Nineveh. He said, go on down there and put some word on in Jonah 3, 1, 2, and 3. Yahweh said, take three days to get there. Guess what? Jonah got there in one day. What was he doing? Picking him up and laying him down. That's what John tell you, see, Roy. You got to pick this up and lay him down. You can't be following around worrying about who to your left, who to your right. When two touch and agree, Yahweh in the mystery. When two or three touch and agree, Yahweh in the mystery. That's where it deals from. Loyalty. Urgency about this man's business. It is time now. The time is in hand. It's time for big piece of land. It's time now for us to have greenhouses in it where we can have in trucks where we can go to the borderline or whoever that got the tropical wild animals and fruits and vegetables. Lower five trucks and come back to the 12 tribes of Israel. It's time. Why do we got to wait three months to get a, a good, good wild milk? I went to one of those stores and they had some wild milk. They had a cut in four, in four quarters. I said, uh, I know my eyes are bad, but as I'm looking at the price of this thing, a quarter wild milk costs $6 and such and such. You know what? It was $7 for a quarter? Yeah. That's what it calls. See that? So they hijacked even the wild and them knowing that clears out your digestive system from all the toxins that builds up in your body, the wild and them. Then you take the back of the wild and them, the white and the uh, green part and put it in your juices. And then I get the lower part of your body just in case you, young man, young woman, you still want to kind of shake things up a, a little bit. So all that been removed from you for the next three months. Why we got to wait? You know why we got to wait? Because we 
we think the champion is going to remain in power. No. You never remain in power. You come back to knowing who you are, according to Thomas verse 3, it's over with. That's why they're doing everything they can to keep fixing on the camp from getting relocated where the big dignitaries can come all over the, all over the world, sit down at our feet, fixing on the camp, and take it back to their people. That's why it's very important. Get in where you fit in at. Stop looking behind the curtain. If you're behind the curtain, be busy doing Yahweh's boss is going to do his life work and get your blessing because it's going to happen. So now, back to this thing that has already been. Now, we're going to, what, what's the reading, Ella? Ella, what's the reading? Okay, we had left off on uh, Ecclesiastes. We didn't read 12.7, uh, okay. I don't believe. Okay, well, well, okay, we read all that. But uh, kind of working, working a little bit, we're going to go through the spirit. We're going to stay in the spirit on this lesson. So we're going to find out about this thing. This thing he's talking about has already been, and it's no new thing up on the song. So everybody that was once back and days ago, guess what? They back now. They would not be recognized. They might they not gonna know who they are. But he left the power in the hand of the spirit. The final thing is, we're going to please back in chapter six, Elder. And we'll look at verse number ten and eleven. Let's find out who this who this, who this thing he's talking about that once was here that we can read. It's please back to six. Verse 10 and 11. What does it say? In the book of uh, Ecclesiastes, looking at uh, chapter 6, reading verses 10 and verse number 11. 10 says, That which had, which had been is named already, and is known that is man, neither may he be contented with him that is mightier than he. 11. Seeing there be many things that increase vanity, what is man? The better? Mm-hmm. So, what thing you talking about that's been here before and back now? Man! Man! Man, woman, y'all back again. But you don't know it. You don't know that you've been recycled back Again, the thing is talking about man. That means every man, whether you wicked or righteous, that wicked man of old is here today. That's why you got to know who labor among you. You still got them today that will sell you out for 30 pieces of silver. Still, they done it of days of old. And the same wicked man and woman will sell you out for 30 pieces of silver today. That's why you got to watch them all from the page of the book. That's it. They're back in the day. All you got to do is show them the money, and they'll start speaking in tongues. And they ask you, what you want me to, what, what you want me to do? Uh, I, want you to, I want you to deliver this person up to me. Well, I don't know nothing about them. Well, lie on them for this money. 
and thy stranger that is with thy gates, within thy gates, and that they may hear, and that they may run, and fear the Yahweh, and observe to do all the words of this law. And how much you do? All of it. All the law can be commanded. You don't do, you don't have, you don't have cocky things. If you want the blessing of Yahweh, you have to do all of it. You have to do all of it. You thought, so you've been taught all your life, after you run your loved one half the seat, it's all over with, that's the end. No, it ain't the end. No, it ain't the end. And Ecclesiastes 12, verse 7, that spirit go back to Yahweh. He got the spirit in his hand. He got a spirit right now of your little one, your friend, your auntie, your mama, your grandma, in the hand right now. And what they do? You turn it back into the world again. But they have no remembrance of ever being here before. But one person will know who you are from the page of the book. The spirit. See, that's the advantage that Yahweh gives to the spirit. Because he made it plain how he operates. See, once you understand how Yahweh operates, then you won't be bumming all around this thing. You'll be just like Jonah in the third chapter. You'll be running as fast as you can to keep lost that new command. If you understand what's written in Chronicles 2020. Hey, what is written in Chronicles, First Chronicles 20, verse 20? Take your time, man. We got plenty of time. They are just about locked up the room. And they, uh, they're doing it. The big dignitary going to do what they got to do anyway. So guess what, yo? We found out when two touch and agree, I'm in the midst of these. So it ain't, ain't no problem. We can take our time and, and work this thing yeah. out. Somebody got to have ear to hear them. And first part of the 2020, would you help the national one is out how Yahweh operates? First Chronicles 20, verse 20. First Chronicles or Second Chronicles? First Chronicles 20, verse 20. Okay, in First Chronicles chapter 20, okay, verse number 20 says, and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tico, Tokyo. And they went forth, Josephat, and stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and that the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Yadah, believe in the Yahweh, your Yahweh. So shall ye be established. Believe his fears, so you shall prosper. Ain't that something? So you tell you what to believe. Well, you know, I know what to believe. I've been a, a Roman Catholic church. I've been in Islam, Judaism. I've been Lord, God, and Jesus, Jehovah. I don't know what to believe now. Because then the Bible just tells you what to believe. Read it again. Read the last two lines, what to believe, Elder. So he tell you what the Bible tells you what to believe. What's the, what's the last two lines in verse 20 tell you on what to believe? Believe in the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Yeah. Believe in, in the Yahweh, your Yahweh. So shall ye be established. Believe his fears, so shall ye prosper. So it's telling what to believe. Well, I don't know what to believe. I've been off into Christianity, Islam, Judaism, Lord God, Jesus, Jehovah. For all my life. I don't know what to believe now. Well, tell me what to believe. 
believe the fear. Then you're a prophet in the man. You'd be surprised how your mind would be all if you believe what, what the Bible tells you to believe. Give a precept on that elder, 1515 of Acts. You don't know what to believe. Okay, the Bible tells you what to believe. You believe the Bible? Then believe what the Bible says. Acts 15, verse 15, what does it say? Acts chapter 16. 15. 15, 15. What, what it says in 15, verse 15, Elder? Verse number 15 says, And to this agreed the words of the seers, as it is written. He said, what you believe in, you believe the seer, but what kind of way? As it is written. As it is written. He told you what the Bible says. You believe what the seal as is written. That's it. Well, I'm, I've been messed up for years. I know you've been messed up, but now it's time now to um, Romans chapter 13, 11 to 14. Now it's time. Now Paul was addressing the national Israelites that was in Rome. So they said, we don't know what to believe. we all out of pocket. But then Paul went to, went to the Israelites that was in Rome, he looked them eyeball to eyeball, elder, in the 13th chapter, 11 through 15 of Romans, and he spoke to them, and what did he say? Romans 13, 11, down to verse 14. Hey, elder, what did he say? Come up. Okay. Making sure we got our notes right. The book of Romans, chapter 13. Reading verses 11 to 13. 11 down to 14. 11 down to 14. 11 says, And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Now it is our salvation nearer than we had believed, than when we believed. 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, and not in rioting and drunkenness, not in the uh, chambering and wanderness, not in strife and envy. 14. But put ye on the Yahweh, Yahweh the Son, and make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. He said, not, and now it's time to wake up out of your sleep. He said, time to get up out of your sleep, see, Roy, to try to settle, see, Roy. Because you got to come out of sleep. You got to recognize the champion is not the captain of the world, because if, 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 you, if you continue to think the champion is of the world, then look what he says in Second Corinthians 4.18. See, understand one thing. See, great. Come on, this broadcast speaks nicely. we led by the Spirit of Yahweh to let you know what you're supposed to believe. Believe the Bible. Just believe what the Bible says. You read what the verse says, who the book believe. Then if that verse remains in the Bible, you close it and seal it out. Then why don't you take a shot at that person? Look what it says in Second Corinthians 4.18. Second Corinthians 4.18. What does that help? 
book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, reading verse number 18, says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we so busy looking at what we can see, and everything you see is temporary. Oh, I see my better half. Yeah, but that's temporary. Oh, I see that big old pretty car I got. Yeah, but that's temporary. Because you've seen it. What you're supposed to be looking out for is what you don't see. And that's the kingdom that you don't see. That's what we come and tell you. Everything you got, it's going to curate. I don't care how brand new it is. be a brand new Rolls Royce or Magali, whatever they call them back. Whatever it is, put it in the garage and, and come back in three weeks, you'll see something that's not right. But what is going to remain is this word. So when we read First John chapter 2, 15 down to verse 17 with the precept. See, we come to build you up to understand this thing. You can keep on trying to love this world and don't get in where you've been in it. This thing going to come to the end. The champion is coming down. This word is going to get stronger and stronger, and you're not going to stop this ministry. That's why we're going to recognize who about this business through the page of the book. Because we know everybody of old, the spirit of them is back again. But he gives that power to the spirit to give to the elders, to know how to watch people from the pages of the book. You don't watch them according to 724 St. John, according to their parents. Their parents can deceive you. You don't watch them that kind of way. You gotta watch everybody from the pages of this book. You'll know who about Yahweh's business and who not about Yahweh's business in this Bible. But you gotta understand it first. But you gotta be taught. You gotta be built up again. Everything you got, hold that point there, put a marker there, you know, drop a marker there, and hold that verse for me. Give me fourteen thirty-four. A second ever. Let me show you what you gotta do. Now listen to me carefully, National. You got you got to understand what the, the angel came from heaven and sacked Israel out of the red book. The book they taken out and they took out fourteen books in eighteen eighty five of the Protestant Church. They said if you have all this information, you'd be on soon figure those out. Yeah. And you got you go with these preachers that got six or six books and say, Well, what are other books at? Well you don't need them. That's when our Lord Jesus Christ wasn't talking. From Malachi to Matthew, it's 400 years of history in there. Oh, he wasn't talking to me. See that? that see, that's about going to these old Bible institution colleges. They didn't want to tell you that. This man was talking big time. It's just they pulled that out. And they put that folly in on you. And that's why you're all over the place today. Don't know what to believe. But we're going to unlock that. Unbelief. We gonna unlock your unbelief if you got to hear to hear. What you reading, Elder? 
second answer, what was the chapter verse? Uh, 1434. 1434. What is that? And second Ezra 1434 out of that red book. What is that? 34 says, therefore, if so be that you will subdue your own understanding and reform your minds, you shall be kept alive, and after death you shall obtain mercy. That means all that stuff you'll learn, all the degrees you don't got in these Bible study classes that you went to prior to Yahweh brought them to his life. Put all that to the side. All that to the side. Just take it. Take it to the side. Tis inside. Now read it again, Ezra. Second Ezra 14, 34. This is what he says. The angel came down and told Ezra to put this in the book. He had it in the book. If you go on your computer and put it in the 1611 King James Bible, it had all 80 books in it. But they got to read your record and said, wait a minute. They started knowing all this right here. We're going to be able to manipulate them. We're going to be able to oh, have them preachers using the name of Lord God, Jesus, Jehovah. We got to take this out of the book. Now, how long it will be, we don't know. Second answer, 1434, we say 34 says, therefore, if so be that, you will subdue your own understanding and reform your minds. You shall be kept alive, and after death, you shall obtain mercy. And after death, you retain mercy. Well, you, you thought when you die, you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you die, it's all over with. No, no. According to Ecclesiastes 12, verse 7, he put that spirit in his hand. And he waits to place it back. But ain't Look, you, you, know, you know what he told old Daniel? You know what he told Daniel? What he tell Daniel in uh, 12, verse 13, Elvin? Hey, yo, look at Israel. What did he tell old Daniel in 12, verse 13 of the book of Daniel? Let's see what he told old Daniel. What did he tell Daniel? In the book of Daniel. Daniel. In the book of Daniel. Mm -hmm. Chapter 12, reading verse number 13. 13 says, but go thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the, the days. He said, go your way, Daniel, and rest until the end. Guess what? Be right. Daniel's back. This is the end. So he brought Daniel back. I don't know what he is. We don't know what Daniel is. Daniel, he don't even know he's back. But the spirit of Daniel is back. He said, you're going to be back here on the end. He said, Daniel, you're going to be back in the end, Daniel. See that? So you see, Daniel is back right now. But where he is, I don't know. But, I guess, but guess what? Guess we're going to recognize the spirit of Daniel, the old fear. He's going to recognize Daniel, page of his book. That's why it's so important to support this ministry. Put that great big old school together. Bank hall, radio station. 
can have on it where it says, and light all outside. Yahweh. Forces of a true is light. Huh? Then Daniel is going to come in that building. And we're going to recognize Daniel on the page of the book. It's not going to happen to me, right? So he'll tell you how it's going to happen. Daniel is back. And guess who else is back? Go to um second book of Ezra. Let's, let's take a look at this thing. We got, we got plenty of time. Oh, Theon got happy already. See, the world of Yahweh, she's going to see it happen because he knows one thing. He didn't have to do this. He didn't have to tune so still to uh, be able to deliver this. But my job is to get to the hill. And we clear that this is the way it is. So in 138, second Ezra 138, down to verse 40. And this is what this is. 138, it's in your red book. So if you ain't got the red book, you, if you know how to go in your computer and just tap in uh, second Ezra, one thirty-eight dollar verse forty. Fine. Because remember, your preacher on taking this away from you. But we come to Psalm sixty-nine verse four, restore what we take not away from you. We gotta let you know. You in the last days now. It's time for you to have a Jonah spirit. You're supposed to break out. And don't worry about a material thing. Because that's temporary. You better worry about helping these people get in his word and make sure he's standing for Yahweh. He will ask you, well, what, what was your work? Well, you know what I did. I, I, I got a plan on the wall. I, what is your work in Yahweh? Who did you help get to the big temple side of Yahweh's boys and children's life? Well, I, I didn't have time for that. Well, we ain't got time for you neither. See, you ain't going to bring you in the fire. Because just all alone, your deeds ain't going to get you in the kingdom. It's what your work's doing and unlocking these minds of the champion is finished. The champion is finished. Once you learn this word of Yahweh, the champion is finished. You got to learn this word. You got to be in position to help those that come in with spirit of slumberness. They know they've been lied to, they've been beat down all over the place. They think that they're going past the stars moving in the sky. They think we can eat hog as long as you pray over it and eat it. And that's it. You gotta get that you gotta at least tell them, no, you can't pray over hog, Mr. Priest. You can't bless no hog. Hog have a trichinosis worm inside of it, and it moves all the time. That hog is so damaging to you that back in the South, when they want to get rid of snakes, you want to get rid of snakes, go get your pen a hog. And put the pen a hog there. And when the <laughs> snake run it, quick itself away to it. And, and bite down on that hog. That hog on turtle and say, now bite me on my belt. And when that venom that's inside of that hog get into that snake, that snake head going to go round and round and round. He said, oh, 
You got high blood pressure now, ain't you, snake? You know what the hog do? He go all the way to the end of him and eat him all the way up. Did you know that? That's how deadly that hog is that you be putting in your body. That deadly, that hog is deadly than a rattlesnake horse. All you got to do is ask him about himself. Where, where, why do you have no snakes around here? Because the hog's going to hit them all up. They swoop up to the hog and I'm gonna bite on them real quick. Man, that's the worst thing you can do. Bite on some hogs, some pigs. Snake bite on the pig, get dizzy, get, get all wobbly around. You said, now they go on the other side and eat them up. Eat them all the way up. I don't care if the deadliest rattlesnake it is. The hog will hit them in him, take out the rattlesnake. And you go somewhere and, and, and you, you eat some hogs while I'm eating it on January the 1st. Some of new eat on these hogs. And that's why you got high blood pressure, diabetes, sugar, cancer, everything. Because you're not being told that. He told you in the biggest chapter 11, verse 1 and 2, children of Israel, don't eat that, don't touch it. 45 days, whatever it is, get the end of it. You don't, you don't even want to touch no hog. You go to these old Arab stores. And he tell you, hey, we got some good center court pork chops. Hey, do you eat it? No, I don't eat it. Well, why are you telling me it's good for me? Because, because you know you don't know who you are. That's why. That's why we open our stores up around you. Because you don't, you think you happy American and Christian. That's why we got hog stores all around you. Huh? Chicken shack. Because we know one thing. You eat stuff that's going to keep you in the condition you're in today. Let's come around to this book. Tyrant in hand. Come on. What stuff you got? We got some from What's the holding from the album? I think we hold in 2nd Astro, chapter 1, 38 okay, to 40. Okay, good. Excellent. Excellent. See, I, I like that. See, I, I like that. See, you know, when I go get off into the spirit, and when you wrote that stuff down, see, we try to tell you something. Listen to me. Let me read now about what Yahweh told the seer. Listen to this real chapter in 2nd and 1, 38 down to 40. Listen good. Come on, you're going to take your time and run it down come up. 2nd Esther, chapter 1, reading verses 38 to 40. 38 says, And now, brother, behold, what glory, and see the people that come from the east. 39. And to whom I will give for leaders, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Alcius, Amos, and Micah, Joel, and Jairus, and Jonas. 40. Nahum, Archibald, Sophonius, Isaiah, Zachary, and Mallory, which is called also the minister spirit of the Yahweh. Now, when when the angel came and killed Ezra, that, every last one of them, man, they were dead, see, right? What he just said? He said, I'm going to give these people to you again. That means they're going to come again. Every last one of them, see, every last one of them, 
men and women of Yahweh, they back. They're right there. And, and, and what do they call in that last verse there? What did we call? In that last verse, uh, that last verse, the last line, that we call what again? Called the Minister Spirits of Yahweh. Yeah. They're going to be the messengers of Yahweh. That means every name that you see, they back now. But guess who's going to recognize them? Look here. How you going to recognize them? By knowing what their works were. And when they come to the great big temple of Yahweh, they're going to come in. And then I'm going to recognize them page of the book. See that? Because remember one thing. Do you know what's written? And First Samuel seven fifteen. Hey, what's written in First Samuel seven fifteen? In the book of First Samuel, chapter seven, seven verse number fifteen. Hmm? Fifteen. First Samuel chapter seven, reading verse number fifteen. It says. And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. Understand one thing. The fear that in place then and now. He he judged all Israel all the days of his life. For all will fear can be replaced, see what? He got to die. As long as you hear a fear that's doing what? A seed is doing a nine twenty seven. First Samuel nine twenty seven. Now how do you identify a seed? How do you identify on the page of the book? Well, I don't know how to identify a seed. I don't know how. Okay. That's the Bible K how you identify a seed. First Samuel nine twenty seven. First Samuel chapter nine, reading verse twenty seven says, And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said unto Saul, Bid thy servants go past on before us. And he passed on. But stand thou still a while, that I may show you the word of Yahweh. Yeah. So how you know when a fear in your midst, what are you going to do? He's going to show you the word of Yahweh. He's going to tell you where he's going, where he's been, or how many cars he got. And none of that. He's going to tell you one thing. God says Yahweh. And and what do your response supposed to be? Seventeen twenty four first king. Okay, what's your response supposed to be? We're gonna find what your your response supposed to be. First Kings seventeen thirty four. First Kings well make it twenty four. Let's see what your response supposed to be. When the seer show you the word of Yahweh, let let's see what you supposed to say behind that? In First Kings, chapter seventeen, verse twenty-four. What's the response will be else? In the book of First Kings, seventeen twenty-four says, "And the woman said unto Elijah, Now this I know that thou art the man of Yahweh. The word of Yahweh in my mouth." Yeah, take your time and read it real slow, yo. Take your time and read it real good for the National Lord. But man, we, we won't be trying to hit a lot of 
24 says, And the woman said unto Elijah, Now, by this time, I know that thou art a man of Yahweh, and that the word of the Yahweh and thy mouth is true. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't say that about no time. Just take your time and read it again, yo. Just take your time. We got plenty of time. We got about a, another hour or so before we break it down. So ain't no action, yo. Just take your time and identify the national audience on what that verse says in 1 Kings 17, 24. 24, it says, And the woman said unto Elijah, Now, by this time, I know thou art a man of Yahweh. And the word of Yahweh, the word of Yahweh, and thy mouth is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I got to preach about it. Indeed, what happens in heaven? When when somebody understands these things, Tim, what happens in heaven? Because remember, in heaven, what age is that? The Son and the Father. What happens when that woman said what she said? What happened in heaven according to Luke chapter 15? Verse 17. That's kind of what happens to him. When, when you confess with the mouth and talk all the right things, what happens in heaven? Luke chapter 15, verse 17. Okay, Luke chapter 15, what was the verse? You want to know what happened in heaven. That woman made that powerful statement. When she said that, what happens in heaven? According to Luke 15, verse 7 and 10. What happened, yo? Okay, Luke 15, reading verses 7 and verse number 10. 7 says, I say unto you likewise, joy shall be in heaven over the over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine yes persons, which need no repentance. Ten, likewise, I say unto you, there is no joy in the presence of the minister spirits of Yahweh over one sinner that repented. You see that? He said, it's joy in heaven. When you were able to put them out on the right track, you know, the angels in heaven get packed. Because that's, that's one left, they don't have to cut, the, cut them up and hook them up real bad. They really enjoy when one sinner repent. That woman says, by this I know you are manly. I'm going to read that verse again, the other close of that word called the time. Let me read that verse. Let me see that verse. There. First, Timothy 24. Let me read and the woman said unto Elijah the speak. Now by this I know that all is of Yahweh, and that the word of Yahweh is in in thy mouth of truth. See that? Twenty four. 
And the woman said unto Elijah and said, Now by this I know that thou art a man of Yahweh, and that the word of Yahweh in our mouth is true. So we don't know what to believe. But when that woman says that, guess what happened? The angels in heaven got happy. See? See, you want to make the angels in, in, in heaven happy, you got to help somebody. You got to help this Israelite. This Israelite think he happy the American, Negro, and color, Latino, Puerto Ricans, and Mexicans. That ain't your birth certificate. Read Exodus chapter 1, 1 through 7. Them, them, them by words and by words and proverbs. That's not true. You got, you got to come away from that. When you think that's, that's who you are, you trace the history back to the time of them named it and given to you by your slave master. It's time to repent. And we come home to jail, it's time to wake up. Oh, children of the 12 tribes of Israel that's scattered. Now, come on back to that Deuteronomy 31, Hill. I need to get one more verse. Oh. Oh. 31, verse 30. See, when you read the book of Deuteronomy, so that understand, understand one thing, national. When you read Deuteronomy, it's about Israel, to Israel, and for Israel. So when you're reading this Bible, this is the Bible talking about. So you can't get the other nations. They got a part to play, but not the lead role part. That's why you got to be in the right ministry. You understand your position. Look what it says in Deuteronomy 31, 31, verse 30. Look what it says here. Now remember, we only comment on verses. 31, verse 30. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, reading verse 30 says, And Moses spake in the ears of all the congregation of Israel the words of this song until they were ended. You see that? And Moses spake in the ears of all of the congregation of Israel the words of his song until they were. So who was Moses talking to? The children of Israel. See, they called me, said, you know, see, you, you don't, you don't say nothing good about no other nation. I said, if I find some in the Bible good about the other nation, I said, somebody, if I can read something in the Spirit of Yahweh, well, why you want me to just, just look for something that, you know, I can say something good about you, but I got to read it. But it is, I mean, you, you got a, you got a position in the Bible. But you got to know what your position is. Okay, well, I'll give you a case in court. I need a validation, mate. I'll give you a case in court. You want to know what your position in the Bible? You want to know? Okay, let's go see the see or say about you in the 14th chapter 1 down to verse 6. Isaiah 14, 1 6. See, what it is, you, we've been programmed by the campus. And that's all nations according to 50 verse 7. We don't know who we are. That's why we, we, I went to the flea market one day. And so I was looking at the flea market for something. But I noticed everybody was around. Everybody looked like somebody else. I said, 
why nobody ain't, ain't around nobody that look like themselves. Because we've been told about this, you know. We know we shipped and lazy and everything. Perkins had the same thing. And a person that looked like somebody that's like the same thing, you know what you do? You go with your one to look like somebody else and you give them all that money. And they want to look just like you, you pay them no never mind. Like you pay those seals, no never mind. You see? That's what you do. But we got to break that, that trend because you see, what you don't know is your history. You don't know once upon a time ago about your history. What you mean, Latter Day Saints? What you mean, once upon a time ago? Put a mark there. Oh, we got, we got, brother, got our power left. See, once upon a time ago, children of Israel, do you know it was records about you? In EZRL, let's, let's look at once upon a time ago. You know, you know, I first said, well, you know, you know, I used to be, yeah, once upon a time ago, right? But you know, it was a people, once upon a time ago, they had records on the people in the fourth chapter of EZRA or Israel. They had a record on them. Israel. What records were on them that we could read in Ezra, EZRA, chapter 4, verse 18 down to verse 20? Now, look at your degrees you got on the wall. Look at look at the wall that went to all these big dignitary cops. I don't know. The degrees you got, you got in your briefcase all on the wall, have you ever heard this verse right here in EZRA chapter 4, 18, 19, and 20? I just want to know. Huh? The international line is 224-600-5579. You know, leave a message. You know, somebody from Six Months Camp will get back with you if you say so. I don't know if this verse ever been read with you, and then they gave you your diploma. Have this verse ever been read to you? EZRA form, 18, 19, 20. Hey, on what is that as we can read? EZRA four eighteen through 20. What does it say? Okay, changing my notes again. EZRA chapter 4, reading verses 18 to verse number 20. 18 says, the letter which you sent unto us had been plainly read before me. 19. And I commanded and search had been made. And it is found that this city of old time had made insurrection against the kings. And that rebellion and sedition have been, there have been mighty kings also over Jerusalem, which have ruled over all the countries beyond the river, and toll tribute and customs was paid unto them. Yeah. Then what kind of kings ever? Over over Judah? What kind of kings over Judah? What kind of kings ever? Mighty kings. Mighty kings. And my and, and customs and tributes were paid to them. You know? All our, our, our lives, we thought, you know, all men had come get up because we were starving and had no clothes on, and, and we jumped in the boat and rode because we can get, trying to get away from our oppressors, ourselves. No, see, Roy, that's, see, that's bewitched teaching. Once upon a time ago, 
Judah was leading. He was center capital of the world. He had Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, and all the rest of the 17 nations. They had to come and bring his 10% to them. Custom and tribute and tolls was paid to them. There was mighty king, and the mighty king was a prophecy. Do you know it was prophesied to be mighty king? What do you mean, where is it? Roman Catholic Church out of New York. Where was it saying it was mighty king over you? Yeah, but give me um, Genesis. Let's go to 17 chapter first. Let's see. Let's see what was prophesied in Genesis 17. You know? And let's see. Let's have the Roman Catholic Church out of New York. Big Kenny Dolan's group. Let's see who he helped him out. Was his mighty kings being prophesied to the nation of Israel to come? Let's see can we read that, you know? Let's go to Genesis 17. Let's see if anyone we can read it that was mighty kings told to a group of people. We go on to the 17th chapter, you know? And we're going to look at something, 17th chapter, you know? We go on seeking, we find was it mighty kings. Here's the verse 1, while we're trying to figure out was it mighty kings was it prophesied a mighty king over the coming of the nation of the 12 tribes of Israel? Pick up the 17 verse 1 of Genesis. Genesis. Genesis 17, reading verse number 1, says, And when Abram was 90 years old and 9, the Yahweh appeared unto Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty Yahweh. Walk before me and don't be perfect. Remember that more. Two, and I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. Mm-hmm. Right. Three, and Abram fell upon his face, and Yahweh talked him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with me, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Right. Neither shall thy name be any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Six. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's that verse six? Hey, yo. Take your time now, don't. Don't, don't be in a hurry to read verse 6. I mean, enjoy verse 6, like a good meal. You know what? If you bring a good meal to me for you, you don't want to gobble it all up real quick. You want to enjoy it. Let's, let's enjoy verse 6. What is it in verse 6? Verse 6 says, And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. I mean, out of your lawn. They don't come out of your lawn. Kings don't come out of your lawn, Abram, Abraham, out of your lawn. Verse 16 was a precept. Verse 16 was a precept. Verse 16? 
Yes. Verse 16 says, and I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. And what woman he talking about? See, that's big talk. He said, I'm going to bless her. And out of her womb going to come king. Now, who is her is? Because we got to make sure. Because Abraham had two wives. He had one named Hagar. He had one named Sarah and Sarah. So who is who is one he talking? Which woman he talking about? See, we find out in verse number 15 who he's talking about. Verse 15. 15 says, And Yahweh said unto Abram, As for Sarah, thy wife, thou shalt not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. Well, so the one that came out the one that had, that came out the wife out of Sarah. So we got to be making plain. Because, see, a lot of times you be thinking, uh, hey, God, the, the Arabs, they, they got all the oil and they are, no, no, no. They ain't going to the bless of this word. They got the oil and all that, you know, but they ain't got the blessing of Yahweh. So one came out of Pharaoh. And what do you say? Teen in verse number 21. Let me say in verse 19 and 21. Let me enjoy it. Let me read back. Turn the blue light on, on verse 19 and 21. Go right back on it. Come on, yo. 19 and 21. Verse number 19 and 21. 19 says, And Yahweh said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. Verse number 20. And that's for Israel. 21. 21. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. So you see, Yahweh is no respected person. So the one that he said to the king going to come out and come out of Pharaoh. He said, I heard you about Ishmael. I'm going to I'm I'm bless Ishmael, and I'm going to have all the oil he wants. You know, material thing. But my covenant is with Isaac. With Sarah. Sarah's going to have Isaac. And you know, Isaac had twin boys. Jacob and Esau. Right? Let's see what Yahweh said in verse 22. Hey, yo, what do you say in verse 22? Verse 22 says, And he left off taking with him. And Yahweh went up from Abraham. So he left talking with him. He got, he left, no, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm telling you how it's going to be. He said, I'm going to bless Ishmael, the Arab man. I'm going to have him a lot of oil. But he's not going to have my cousin. So those that all up into the Islamic Quran and the, the Mecca Blacks, if you're an Israelite, you're out of order. 
already used the Canaanite through slavery. Remember, the number one slave trade was Mecca. Mecca is the number one slave trade. And everybody right now knows who you are but you. Because they know if you come back, you know who you really are. All you going to do is turn it back on you. All you going to turn your back around, and it's over. See, it's just like, it's just like that. It's just that easy. All you got to do is do um, Mark 115. All you got to do fail. All the 12 tribes of Israel got to do this stuff. All they got to do is Mark 115. Ew, what is it in Mark 1, 15? In the book of Mark, looking at chapter 1, reading verse number 15 says, And saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand, and believe in the gospel. Yes. That's all you got to do. The economy is going to collapse. And you repent and put all that, that all that stuff you don't learn, put it aside. Gene where you fit in. All you gotta do. Why? Three nine three nineteen of Acts. Why? Why you said it? Hey, 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 why you say you gotta repent because the kingdom is at hand? Let's precept that to Acts three nineteen. Find why you said Acts three nineteen. Why would that say? In the book of Acts, chapter 3, reading verse number 19. 19 says, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Yahweh. So, it's time for you to repent, 12,000 You got to repent. You got to repent, now, when, when do you start repenting? Uh, Hebrews 11, 1 and 6. Let's find out. Let's find when you start repenting. When do you start your repentance? Let's find out. Read one word, read one word, Elder, in the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Just read one word and skip down to verse 6. Let's see when you start repenting. Let's see. Okay, okay, one I word. To. Remember one. Read one word. The first word on. Hebrews chapter one. Chapter eleven, one verse word. number one. One now. word. Now. First. That's when you saw it. Now. Right now. That's it. Now. When do I repent? Now. Right now. Right now you spread your hands to the east and repent. Now. No. Verse 6. Verse 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to Yahweh must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder for them that diligently seek him. When do I repent? Now, you got to repent on all that which you heard. When? Now? That we saying now. Now, we're not reading Ephesians 1, 1, and 2 
he was sent to the children of Israel over there in Ephesians. So you can read that one, one, two on your own. But we want to Ephesians chapter five, verse fourteen on to verse eighteen. We want to see what he says in Ephesians five, verse fourteen, eighteen. We gonna see what he says. Ephesians chapter five, verse fourteen and eighteen. What is that, El? El, you know you're doing a great job, El. See, you're getting in where you fit in at, and that's how you get your blessing. You can't worry about who to your left, who to your right. That's why we gotta look out among them and see who ready to take this man's business. Ain't about no seniority. You gotta be ready to take this man's business. You gotta be ready like Jonah was in the third chapter. Jonah in the third chapter, Yahweh told him, Hey Jonah, you know it takes you from where you at right now, it takes three days to get to the entity where the wife at. Jonah got in there in one day. You know what he was doing? Picking him up and laying him down. That's how you got to deal with this right here. You got to be ready to go. It's not what you did yesterday. No. Ain't nothing to do with yesterday. What you doing now? Now. Is you ready to repent now? That's up to you. All my job is to let you know it's time to repent. Because all of the big dignitaries that once one time ago, that they have died. They back now. And we're going to read some more shortly. Because Yahweh in 12 verse 7, when a man or woman dies, child, baby dies, that body go back to the ground, spirit go back to him. And he sits back at that spirit and he places back into the earth again. But he made his claim to you and he, he cleaves that to 1 verse 11. Hell, what he says again one more time about the spirits of old. I'll go there back now. What do we say in Ecclesiastes 1, verse 11? Regular book of Ecclesiastes 1, 11. What do we say about these spirits of old? 1, 11, what do you say, Elder? Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 11. 11 says, There is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come, with those that shall come after. See that? And they're playing them. They back, but they ain't got a clue who they are. But guess who knows who they are? Guess who's going to know? The spirit. Because remember one thing, in Hosea chapter 12, listen very careful, National Order. In Hosea chapter 12, Verse number 10 and 13. Error. Deliver that knockout bow for those that's on the fence. Listen to what he says to the seer, Hosea, in chapter 12, verse 10 and 13. Listen to what he told those seers to put in writing. Hosea chapter 12, verse 10 and 13. Hey, Error, what are you saying? Hosea 10. 12, verse 10 and 13, what do you say? Because they have chapter 12, reading verses 10 and verse number 13. Verse number 10 says, I also spoken by the seers and have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the seers. 13, and by a seer 
that Yahuwah brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a seer was he preserved. By a seer, he took it as baby. A seer. No, a seer. The year, a little Latter-day Saint, seer. Now, you know you got to precept that. Give me Acts 7, 23. Give me Acts 7, 23. See, I, I like to come. I don't like to come, period. I'll look at you on that one I'll say one time. And you don't precept no, no, you don't precept no verses. So why are you telling me to do it? But I do it because uh, you don't have to do it. God said that for you. Precept. You'll precept a Bible in a minute on it. Because if you know through the, through the precept, you get understanding. And I, don't, and, and I just don't understand a, a, a member of the bloodline is like you sit on a pastor. And then I precept the Bible. But what did he do? You can't you know what I'm saying if you precept the Bible? How would you sit from the ministry and they don't precept the Bible? They just read and tell you what the Bible says. You can't tell what the Bible says. You precept and then you quote the verse. Acts seven twenty three. In the book of Acts, chapter seven, reading twenty three says, And when he was forty years old, it came to his mind to visit his brother, the family of Israel. Oh, yeah? So it came to Moses' mind to visit his family, the family of Israel. Verse 35, on the right side of the book. Verse 35. 30. 35 says. Verse 35. It's Moses whom they refused, saying, who made thee a ruler and a judge? The same did Yahweh send to be a ruler and a delivered by the hand of the minister spirit, which appeared to him in the bush. Let me analyze this verse. This Moses who David threw saying, Who made thee a ruler, a judge? The same did Yahweh sent to be a ruler, a deliverer by the hand of the angel that appeared to him in the book. You see how Yahweh, you don't know what Yahweh going to do today? Look at yesterday. So the same you look, you, you, you're hearing right now, guess what? As long as you're alive, this is your way back. Ezekiel, chapter 20, verse 4 and 5. Listen to it. See, listen to his Bible talk. See, remember, the Almighty speaks through the seer. We ain't got a clue what we're going to say, and that's why we said those that make cake. I don't know what the title is going to be. And I'm not being pompous about it. You got to listen to the broadcast and say, well, you know, I heard more about this than that. I'm going to put that on there. That's going to be the title of the lesson. I can't tell you what's going to be we're going to talk about. I don't know what's going to be said. The Spirit, it might tell us, yeah, that sounds pretty good, but put this with that. Put that with this. So we got to stop and, and obey the Spirit of Yahweh. See? Because we didn't know that the big dignitary is going to shut down the room. They're going to let those that, that come in, 
squeeze their way in and leave them out. Yeah, I mean, we don't know that. But one thing we do know, you will pay the price in time to come. When the children of Israel finally wake up and organize, understand you got a fear in the midst of it. It's time to get in where you're being at. It's time to stop having them, them alligator on and do what the Bible tells you to do and watch what happens. Big piece of land, school, banquet hall, radio station. Because do you understand what's written in Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 4 and 5? Do you understand this, Mobella? This is what he said to Ezekiel the fear. Uh, 20, verse 4 and 5. Hey, what did he say? In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 20, reading verse number 4 and verse number 5. Well, it says, But thou judged them, son of man, but thou judged them, cause them to know the abominations of their fathers. 5. And say unto them, Thus says the Yahweh, In the day when I chose Israel, and lifted my, my hand unto the seed of the family of Israel, and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, when I lifted mine hand unto them, saying, I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. I'm in letter, four letters, Y-H-W-A. Now look what he said again in verse four, L. Hey, L, what he said in verse four again? Who falls through the judging? You know what he said, man, can't nobody judge me. Now look what he said in, in 20 verse four. Look, look at all my mistakes. 20 verse 4. What does it say, Verse number 4 says, Would thou judge them, son of man? Would thou judge them? Cause them to know the abomination of their fathers. You see that? The sin of God is to cause you to know the abomination of what your father did. What, you, what your father's doing, you're doing it right now. You're doing uh, well, case in part. Tell me something. Look in the mirror when they ought to read 10 through 12 and tell me where you've been in at on 10 through 12. I'm going to ask you a question. If you don't think you're doing abomination in the sight of Yahweh right now, we told Ezekiel to remind them of something. He reminded them something in verse 10, 11, and 12. What are you saying, 10, 11, and 12? Let's see. Now you look in the mirror and, and, and see what you come clean in the presence of wherever you're at. 10, 11, and 12. Let us say. Reading verses 10 through 12. Wherefore, I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness and gave them my statutes, through instructions, and showed them my judgment, which is a man, which if a man to do, he shall even live in them. 12. Moreover, I gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between me and them that they may know that I am the Yahweh that sanctify them. Yeah. You see, I gave them a, I gave them a sign. My sign is my Sabbath. My Sabbath, by you keeping the Sabbath, they give you a notice that I'm the one. That verse 19 and 20. Verse 19 and 20, what does it say? Verse number 19 and 20. 19 says, I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Walk in my statutes or Torah instructions and keep my judgments and do them. 20. And how long 
my Sabbath, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that ye may know that I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Now, do you, do you, you, got, you got the signs? The signs are telling that. That's, how you, that's when you know what you want. The signs are telling that. That can be any day. Oh, yeah? Is that what you teach? The World Council Church, is that what you teach? The Sabbath can be any day? I beg you, this is that the big dignitary tell you about well, your first job. Uh, Working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. "Look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off." Yeah. Which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon. All these years, I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Now. That's a billionaire, big digging there, Terry. You know, you know, you got you got those in Hollywood telling you a minute. Look here, if you speak against this big digging Terry, she can cause you to be kicked out of Hollywood. So this big digging Terry say, "Thank you for correcting me. I've been going to church all my life in the Baptist churches, and I thought the Sabbath day was Sunday morning, nine through eleven. But you, you corrected me. Now." You can sit there and don't correct your little one and tell them, well, you know, we on the wrong day. It's like driving a car down the wrong way street. And you see the wrong way street. And you, you say, why are you going down the wrong way street when it says the wrong way street? Huh? Why are you doing it? Because, of, you know, you stop and back up and turn around, right? If you know the Sabbath day is sundown Friday and sundown Saturday, and you don't keep it. Don't you know you violate the of Yahweh through your tradition? What do you mean where I say that at, Latter-day Saints? What do you mean where I say that at? Um, you mean Mark chapter 7, 6 through 9 and, and 13. These big digging terrorists, they love to throw some shots. But I don't, you know, they throw some shots like they do some shots on, um, once more time ago. You can do your job, we're just doing ours. Mark seven. Six through nine and thirteen. Let's see what it says that we can read. Mark chapter seven, verse six through nine and thirteen. Hey yo, what can I say? Mark chapter seven. Verses six to nine and verse number thirteen. Six says he answered and said unto them, Law has arrived, prophesied, of you hypocrites, as it is written. This people honored me with their lips, but their mind is far from me. Verse number six. How that in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Eight. For laying aside the commandment of Yahweh, ye hold the tradition of as the washing of pots and cups, and many such things like ye do. And he said unto them, 
full well you reject the commandments, the full instructions of Yahweh, that you may keep your own traditions. Verse number 13 says, Making the word of Yahweh none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. Yeah. He said, you reject the word of Yahweh for the commandments of me. A cup 10, 321 AD gave you, he struck down Yahweh's seventh day by offering you a trinity. He offered you three things. He took all these big dignitaries. I'm going to offer all the ones that keep me at Friday night, Saturday night, three things. First thing I'm going to offer, offer them is what? Pain. <laughs> what? Well, you know, I'm offer you um, yeah, in mind. Three things. Come King offered him three things in three twenty one. He said, Look here. Um pain, dragged off imprisonment or death. First one put some pain first the first thing you're gonna do is send somebody in and hit you red in the mouth to keep him Friday night and Saturday night. If that don't reform you, take them and drag them out and take them to jail. If that don't reform you, then kill them. You got to go Constantine in 321 AD. That's when you keep in front of the first day of the week. Constantine offered you a trinity, three things, pain, imprisonment, or death. That's the reason your parents today is running around having you at the Sunday church. You don't know the history. We, we know the history. But we know one thing that he told Solomon in the third chapter, verse 14 and 15 of Ecclesiastes. Guess what? He told Solomon something, the wisest man in the world, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 14 and 15, Elder. Elder, what did he tell Solomon, the wisest man in the world? We, we get a chance to read that in the chronicle, second chronicle 1, 1 through 12, we'll read that tomorrow on the special edition called Thursday evening. But we're going to look at what the Yahweh tells Solomon to put in this book. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. Hey, yo, what do you got written? Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. 14 says, I know that whatsoever Yahweh doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And Yahweh doeth, that men should fear before him. 15. That which has been is now, and that which is to be, had already been. And Yahweh requires that which is past. And Yahweh requires that was past the right. Hey, try it. Guess what Yahweh required? What's past? What he already gave. He don't require this. Oh, he don't ask you about Genesis 2, verse 3. He won't ask you something. He won't, he won't have a big old angel ask you something that I'm going to require what have passed. Genesis 2, verse 3. Hey, yo, what I'm past is Genesis 2, verse 3. In the book of Genesis, chapter 2, 
maybe verse number three says, and Yahweh blessed the seventh day, because in it he had rested from all his work, which Yahweh created and made. Bless the seven day of the week, see, right? He don't require that day. He don't ask you, did you keep my Friday night and Saturday night? And you don't say, no, I kept off Sunday morning, 9 to 1130. You know, after service. He said, well, that's going to get you thrown in the bottom of the liquor box. He don't require what's past. He told you, bless be those that keep the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Thursday. He don't require this to you. You know in Titus is not reading 1 verse 2 and hope for eternal life. He's not lying. Hebrews, oh, what is it? Hebrews, oh, yeah, flip my mind. And he, he, and he quit. Hebrews, oh, what is that verse again? Hebrews 618. He says, by two of middle things, he's not lying. He don't require you about this seven day. He don't ask you. Oh, what was the reason you couldn't keep my seven day? Well, that day we get double paid. We get double time and everything. Okay. But all that was temporarily. Time goes to the fire, man. See? And we can read that in Vision of Paul. Vision of Paul, chapter 44 and 45, said, if we only knew, we would have kept them seven days. Too late. Let's go to Sirach 42, Elder. Go to Sirach 42, and we'll look at verse 17. We'll get down to verse 19 and 24. I'm wiring on down now. See, let me tell you something. I enjoy coming for this mass noise because Yahweh got all the power. He can take anything that's wrong with you and, and straighten it up. But he tell you how to get straightened up. He can heal your body. He can have you dead and wake you back up. Do you know that? What you mean, where that is? And look at that, look at the Roman Catholic Church committee book. Where that is? Go ahead and read what you read, and we'll find out where that is. Where that is? Listen to that. Where that is? Okay. We'll find out where that is after you know, read what you read. Whatever you told him to read. What what'd you read, Elder? He says, Sirach, chapter 7, chapter 42, verse number 7, and then down to 19. I was never at 17, I was in the city of 42, okay. 17, then skip down to 19 to 24. Sirach, 42, okay. verse 17, then 19 to 24. Sirach, chapter seven, chapter forty-two. That's uh, seventeen, and then skip down to nineteen and twenty-four. Nineteen and twenty-four. What do you say? Nineteen and twenty-four. The Yahweh seventeen says the Yahweh had not given power to the saints to declare all his marvelous works, which the Almighty Yahweh firmly so, that whatsoever is might be established for his glory. Verse number Hold that point. Hold that point, Elder. Now, you can say it. So he, he have not given his power to the Israelites. That was the same thing. He didn't get his power to them. He gave it to the seer. 
See, that's, that's one of the greatest myths. I don't care how smart you are. He don't told you plenty. The power of Yahweh's word was not given to you. Read verse 17 again. He is not giving his power to the saints. That's the children of Israel. He don't, he don't operate that way. He operates through the spirit. See, that's one of the greatest mysteries and teachings. Read verse 17 again. Take your time there because you, you'll you stumble up on a, on a, on a bram slam for those that think they out more to learn in the word of Yahweh than the field. Read verse 17, 42, 17. Verse number 17 says, The Yahweh had not given power to the saints to declare all his marvelous works, which the almighty Yahweh firmly settled, that whatsoever is might be established for his glory. You see that? So he said he, he, he gave them some power, but not all. No. That's big talk. So you got to understand anything. You got to... You can continue to pray the seal, no never mind, and ignore the rock for 217. That's up to you. He didn't declare all that to, to declare you some, but he tell you to get the true answer. You got to remember what it says, Amos 3, verse 7. Come back to 19. Pull that point up. Come back to me. Put a marker there and come back to verse 19. Let's go to Amos 3, verse 7. See, you got to understand the rules. It's like taking. The driver's license test. You gotta have the rules and regulations, right? You are saying that, don't you? Why you think you don't have to have a, the rules and regulations of the Bible? Why you think you, you just can? I got it. You ain't got nothing. He said, I have not given all the power to the 12 tribes of Israel. His word. This is what he says in Amos 3, verse 7. Listen to what he said. Do you believe the Bible? What did the Bible say? 3 verse 7. Amos 3 verse 7. 7 says, Surely the Yahweh would do nothing but reveal his secrets to his servants as seal. You see that? If Yahweh would do anything, the first one he's going to tell is a seal. See that? And his job is to get to the ill. That's the order thing. And what's the precept on that? Revelation 10, verse 7. Listen, kid, listen, see, listen. Until you, I don't care how much degrees you got, how much education you got, until you understand the order of the Bible, you just, you just spin in your wheel. That's why you confused. Because you got to know the order of things. The order is of things. John was in prison. The angel come and told John, put this in the book. Put 10 verse 7 in the book of Revelation. John wrote the end time prophecy. Listen to what John wrote in 10 verse 7. What did he say else? Book of Revelations, chapter 10, verse 7 says, But in the days of the voice of the seventh minister spirit, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of the Yahweh should be finished, as he had declared to his servants, the seers. Ain't that something? You see that? What he declared to his servants, the mystery. He don't show the We know the mystery. That's one of the greatest mysteries is. The seers know the mystery. He knows exactly by watching from the pages of his book. What 
you're going to do and what you ain't going to do. He on the credit to the fear. He will do nothing but reveal his secrets to the fear. 1 verse 7. Hey, hey what is that in Luke 1 verse 7? And when Yahweh speaks, won't you just remember what he got in in 1 verse 70? Luke chapter 1 verse 70. In the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, And they had no child. 7-0. Verse number 70. Think by the mouth of his righteous seers, which have been since the world began. When Yahweh spake, he spoke by his righteous seers since the world began. When Yahweh had something to say, he spoke by his righteous seal since the world began. Acts 3, 18 and 21. When Yahweh speaks or had something to say, according to Zechariah, he told the, the nation of Israel, do the vision of the Levites. When Yahweh had something to say, he spoke by the mouth of his righteous seal. We're going to precept that to Acts 3, 18 and 21. That's why it's so important. This is the ministry you, 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 you support. This is the ministry you get in where you fit in at. Big piece of land, school, banquet hall, radio station. Big dignitaries flying in and learn the word of Yahweh and get your blessing. Huh? This is what they cringe behind. The champions come down once you wake up. Once you wake up and come back to this Bible, look what it says in Acts 3, 18 and 21. Listen to this. What does it say here? The book of Acts, chapter 3, reading 18 and 21. 18 says, But those things which Yahweh before had showed by the mouth of all his seers, that Yahweh the Son should suffer, he had so fulfilled. Verse number 21. For the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things which Yahweh had spoken by the mouth of all his righteous seers since the world began. Yeah. That's it. Did you come in on that? Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel 33. Verse 30 down to verse 33. Should I comment on that? No, I ain't going to comment on that. You thought he was talking, talking to your preacher, didn't you? You know how he was? That's how he operates. See, preacher said what he say. You got He got to talk with the book closed. We talk with the book open. Ezekiel 33, verse 30 down to verse 33. What's that? Ezekiel 33. Verse uh, 30 to 33. Yes, sir. Verse number 30 says, Also, thou son of man, the children of thy people still are talking against thee. Be by the walls and in the doors of the houses and speak one to another, every one to his brother, saying, Come. I pray you, and hear what is the word that cometh forth from the Yahweh. And they came unto thee as the people cometh, 
and they sit before thee as my people, and they hear thy words, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but with their mind goeth after their own perversions. 32. And lo, thou art unto them as a very lovely song, of one that has a pleasant voice, and can play well on an instrument. For they hear thy words, but they will not do them. 33. And when this cometh to pass, lo, it will come. And they shall know that a seer has been among them. Mm. You said uh, they, 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 they make muck words with their mouth. But you only even recognize a seer is in the midst of evil. And you don't recognize it from Jeremiah 44, verse 4. And you will recognize Jeremiah 44, verse 4. This is how you're going to recognize You'll be stumbling in your Bible one day, and you'll run across Jeremiah. <laughs> you'll run across this verse. You're going to say, what this verse mean? Jeremiah 44, verse 4. Hey, yo, what's that verse say? Book of Jeremiah 44, verse 4. It says, how that I sent unto you. All my servants, the seers, rising early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Is it? He said, Stop doing the abominable thing that he hates. He said, You hate when you, when you, when you call him out of his name, then the fall up. Why is He said, You don't like it. He said, You hate when you're not keeping the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. But what is David's response behind that when Jeremiah said that in verse 16? Let me see if that's the way you think. Do you, are you a Jeremiah 44, 16? What did they say when Jeremiah said what God hates? What did they say in verse 16? Jeremiah 44, verse 16 says, For as the word that has spoken unto us in the name of the Aqua, we will not hearken unto thee. Hey, that something. You can tell you. The words you spoke, we don't listen to you. Do you got the same spirit then? The words that you hear, you ain't going to pay us no never mind. That's up to you. That's up to you. You can hear here. Six nights we're going to broadcast. Getting hit on every side. But deliver this word to you. And your response is, I ain't going to pay you no never mind, sis. I ain't going to pay you no never mind. You know what Yahweh got for you in 13, 8 through 10? Hey, yo, what he got for you behind that kind of conversation? Jeremiah 13, 8, 9, and 10. What he got, yo? We'll read a couple more. we throw a bag of dollars, yo, and get the closing statement and make, maybe get some, a long, long-winded comment out the high and distance. But you are you are in this mill. That's why I said the harvest is plenty, but the labor is through. So you got you got to be in urgency. If you want to come on this volcano, you got to get it early. Because you know what the big dick terrorists gonna do? They'll kick you down in a minute. They'll they'll nuke you out and do all this. It's up to you. Get in where you fit in at. Yahweh wanna bless you to bless the ministry. He wanna told you to let ten percent out. And get to that ministry. Your abuse keep on dragging your feet. Huh? 
you hold back your own blessing because everything you got is temporary. But what comes down is his word. What you read, Elder? Reading uh, Jeremiah 13, uh, 8, 9, and 10. It says, Then the word of the Aqua came unto me, saying, 9. After thus saith the Aqua, after this manner, I will mar the pride of Judah and the pride of Jerusalem. Ten. This evil people which refuse to hear my words, which walk in the imagination of their own minds, and walk after other Yahwahs to serve them, to worship them, shall even be as this girdle is good for nothing. Wait a <laughs> what do you think? They're going to be like this girl to do it for nothing. He, he, he calling you evil, Pete? <laughs> what is book right here? He, this is the greatest piece of literature it is. I'm keep telling you. What is in Hebrews um, 7, verse 4, yo. Hebrews 7, verse 4. Yeah, the book of Hebrews. Chapter 7, okay, Book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse number 4 reads, Now consider how great this man was, unto whom even the parchment gave the ten, the patriarch, Abraham, gave the tenth of the soil. You see how great Abraham is. Are you great Abraham? Abraham gave a tenth part of all. Every time he got a hand on tenth part, he got to the ministry. He said, "You are you greater than Abraham? Do you do that?" He said, "You look, man. You greater. See how great Abraham was. Abraham gave a tenth of all. He got his hand on a tenth. He got to the ministry. And let's, let's read verse seven and close the thing there. Take your time when you close. Let's read verse seven. He said, now consider how great Abraham was. He gave a tenth of everything he had. Are you, yeah, yeah, you, are you greater than Abraham where you can't give a tenth? Read verse 7 and close the statement, Verse number 7 says, and without all contradiction, the less is bless of the better. The less is blessed than the better. Are you going to be one of the less is blessed than the better? Are you going to step up and do Bible, or are you just going to continue to do tradition? Are you greater than Abraham that you will hold back your tent, knowing your father won't bless your hands to do so? When land school, banquet hall, radio station is waiting on you to step to the place. Now, are you better than Abraham? We'll find out soon. We'll find out. International line, 224-600-5579. Hey, show them how to, one more time, how to reach that PayPal and how to, if you're not in town and you can't visit another six camp and bring it and put it in them boxes, here's another way to do it in a closing statement. One more time, Eric, show how they can help the ministry help themselves one more time with PayPal. Then give us a closing statement. We'll catch you tomorrow. The fifth edition called Thursday. Oh, you're on the I'm through with it. Come on.
Once again, Yahweh, bless you. See ya. Thank you for um, letting me be able to talk and speak the words of Yahweh to all those that have listened. And also, by providing you with the information how you can contribute to this ministry to keep the words of Yahweh flowing strongly in this ministry. Step number one is that you go to tribeyada.com. That's the address. T-R-I-B-E-Y-H-D-H dot com. Look for donate. Click PayPal. Step number one. Step number two is the amount which you wish to donate. Enter that amount. And also there is a space there for you to enter a note of what you're donating. Very simple. And when you do that, may Allah bless you. Donate to PayPal. Make the amount. Enter a note that you would like to. And once again, may Allah bless you. And as simple as that. At this time, you know, we do have a time to uh, love, a, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. You will find that in Ecclesiastes chapter chapter 3, verse number 8. And 9 says, what profit has he that worked, that wherein he laid? So we look for those things that we do to show profit and to show progress in the ministry and the people that's listening. Hallelujah. Yahweh. All right, that's the end of the broadcast. We really want to thank back on that way tomorrow. This is not what we did on take 124. What we're doing tomorrow night, take. It's a continuation thing. we got to wake up the children of Israel and scatter all the world to come back in covenant, keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. So from the mothers, the elders, and those that got a year to hear, it's time now to get in where you fit in at, and let's take care of Yahweh's business. Yahweh's business is temple business. A place needs to be where people can come all over the world and sit down and learn something. And Yahweh do not worry about those that, um, that's not right. You be able to see through anybody not right through the page of the book. So what just, you know what they'll do? They'll talk with no book over. Then you know that ain't right. And remember, it ain't got nothing to do with no seniority. Seniority ain't got nothing to do with it. Just get in where you fit in here and let's go. Let's take care of y'all for our business. And get that blessing. That's the only thing going to get you into eternal life. Is you're going to take care of y'all for our business. So for the, the mothers, the sisters, the elders, brothers, those on the international side, those on the left side, I'm going to say, hallelujah for Hallelujah, Akwa. Hallelujah, Akwa. Catch you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Shalom. Hallelujah, Akwa. Excellent management, brothers here. Shalom. Thank